When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kimar Roach, and I listen to the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another short episode, short conversation, court, short edition of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. I'm one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, Matchell St. Patrick Hewitt, and as the title suggests, we need to talk about Rakeem. We need to talk about him. And do you know what? Let, let me get the disclaimer straight out of the way. I am a fan of Raheem Cornwall. So let me let me just get that out of the way first things first. That doesn't mean that he's not above critique. It doesn't mean that we can't look at the the kind of recent incident that's put him in the news and it do, and that doesn't mean that I can't as a fan say come on Raheem you've got to do better. So that's just the, that's the disclaimer straight out of the box. I'm a fan of Raheem Cornwall but but and we need to talk about the big but here. You know what I mean? But we need to we need to talk about the issue here around what has happened in CPL this week. Now, obviously, for those of you who aren't aware, let me just put this up on the screen for you. For those who who aren't aware of what I'm talking about. Um, Rakeem Cornwall. So Rakeem. And the sort of the, the image on the screen, it's been it's gone around the whole world by now, certainly the whole cricket world. Um, Rakeem was involved in one of the most farcical runouts I think I've seen in my time as a cricket fan. For those of you who who didn't see it, I mean, in fact, who has, anyone watching this has seen it. But for those of you who didn't see it, um, it was, I think it was Ball 2, St. Lucia um, Kings versus Barbados Royals in Game 2 of the uh, CPL 2023. And Carl Mayers called, sorry, no, that's, that's actually that's wrong. Rakeem Cornell tried to swivel he, he was on strike and he tried to swivel a shot and there was a man positioned at short fine leg i think it was chris soul right and he fumbled it right now rakeem corn this is what i believe because we're, we're still yet to see any real kind of footage which um shows us the angle from rakeem's perspective when the when the camera so the camera pans on chris soul fumbling it when the camera pans back to the batters, Carl Mayers is obviously harrying it down the wicket for a quick single. And Rakeem Cornell at that point, I'm not even sure if he was in shot. But as you can see from the picture on screen, as Chris Soul uh, throws the ball in, you don't even need to see the live clip to understand what happens next. Rakeem, <laughs> oh boy. I mean, Danny Morrison busts a laugh. It was so farcical that Danny Morrison live on commentary, bust a laugh. And not like um, not like a sly one that he tried to cover up as a cough. 
I mean a proper belly cackle laugh. When a man in a commentary box, or whoever's in the commentary box, man or woman, their first reaction to an incident is just to bust a laugh, it's embarrassing. Now, as you can see from the still, Rakeem was, well, Rakeem basically gave up. He was, I don't know, he was kind of walking slash, you know, when you watch those Olympic walking events where people are kind of doing those fast walks on their heels, that's about as fast as Rakeem was going. He weren't sprinting. He weren't running. I think Rakeem gave up on it. I think Rakeem gave up on it within about, once he saw Carl Mayers coming down the wicket, I'd like to defend Rakeem and say that Rakeem didn't think there was a run there. And by the time Rakeem started, he realized, well, there's no way that even if I move the quickest I can possibly move for my size, I'm not going to get there. And I think Rakeem just gave up on it. But the reason it was so farcical is by the time the ball hit the stumps, what the whole world saw was Rakeem basically shuffling, don't even call it a jog, shuffling to the wicket, run out. By the time the ball hit the wicket, Rakeem wasn't even in the shot. That's how out of his crease he was. And it was ridiculous. It was farcical. It was embarrassing. And do you know what? It was embarrassing on many levels. It was embarrassing for Rakeem. It was embarrassing to CPL as a product. It made it look like a FET league. Um, it made it look like pure curry goat cricket. Um, and it was embarrassing on a West Indies perspective as well. But let me get one thing straight for those of you who are listening. This is not me attempting to dig Rakeem Cornwall out. I think it's fair to say, um, having watched it live and watching it subsequently again and uh, having read all the reaction, it's fair to say, even if you're a fan of Rakeem Cornwall, it was hella embarrassing. But there's a bigger issue and a bigger question around all of this now, because a lot of the kind of quick reaction that came out of the event was several people, both in myself and Santoka in the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, but also within the kind of West Indies wider media, the kind of instant reaction a lot of people had, and I'm not mad at it because I kind of get it. The instant reaction a lot of people had was this guy can never play for West Indies again. Now, you could say that's a hot take. You could say that's a... Um, like a quick reaction. People didn't let the incident marinate um, in their heads before speaking, but I get it. Rakeem Cornwall's as sorry, sorry. Rakeem Cornwall has always had a level of scrutiny on his size, on his body, um, on his cricket, more so than probably anybody else in the region bar Shimron Hetmeyer, right? And the reason for that scrutiny is because Rakeem is a big guy. West Indies, I don't think, well, certainly not in my lifetime, for those of you who are who, who are longer-standing West Indies fans, I don't think West Indies have ever had anyone this big play cricket for them. I'm not sure, apart from Dwayne Leverock for Bob, uh, Bermuda, I don't know how many other cricket teams have ever had anybody this big play for them. And because of that, Rakeem has had a kind of intense level of scrutiny on his career. But to kind of understand where people are coming from with this, he should never play for West Indies argument. Again, we're kind of, I think we kind of got to go backwards to go forwards. And I'm going to show you this picture here. This is Rakeem Cornwall in 2013 playing for the Antigua Hawks Bills. So approximately 10 years ago when Rakeem was 19, 20. Yeah. And you can see from the shape, if I go back and forth, you can see from the shape that Rakeem has got significantly bigger. Now, some of that, for those of you who are strength and conditioning, people who kind of work within the uh, relative, uh, relevant medical 
fields, I don't mean just ordinary cricket fans, you may well say, well, part of that is Rakeem putting on extra muscle. So if you look at the two pictures, Rakeem's run out here as a still, and then this one as a 19, 20-year-old playing for the Hawksbills, Rakeem looks much trimmer. So the obvious thing for people to say in that 10-year gap is obviously Rakeem has put on weight, and most certainly he has. And when people see those kind of 10-year stills, 2013 to 2023, the natural thing that people will say is Rakeem can control his weight. He's definitely 100% always been a big-boned guy. He's definitely 100% um, comes from a family of heavy set people. I'm not saying everybody in his family, but he himself will say that he comes from a family of heavy set people. So there is obviously an element of this where Rakeem is a big guy. He doesn't have a body shape that allows him to, well, again, some of you will disagree. If you disagree and you're in the right medical field to explain your disagreement, please get in the comments below. I don't want to hear from fans just kind of speaking straight off the top of their head. Give me actual medical science to, to justify your opinion. But I believe that Rakeem Cornwall and he's, has a natural body shape, which is out of kilter with your average athlete. That's not an excuse. I think that's just, I think that's pretty factual, right? But Rakeem has piled on more, more, more weight as his career has gone on. And I think in that regard, people are right to question his dedication, his desire to be the best professional athlete he can be. I mean, if you look at a picture of me at 1920 to now, I'm sure I've also put on weight, but I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not trying to play at the highest level of any particular sport. So there, there is this argument to look at. So that's 2013. You then have to kind of fast forward to when Rakeem came into the West Indies um, sphere in terms of selection. If you look at Rakeem Cornwall's career from about, I don't know, 2015, 2016 to even now, Rakeem Cornwall has always, without fail, been the best or one of the best. And when I say one of the best, I mean top two or top three um, bowlers in the region, in the domestic region. Every single season in red ball cricket, without fail, Rakeem Cornwall is in the top one, two or three in terms of wickets taken. We've just come out of the last Red Bull Domestic Championship and Rakeem Cornell, once again, was the top bowler in the West Indies Championship. So even on that level, there's an argument we have to address. People will say Rakeem Cornell is out of shape. Rakeem Cornell is too big. We can't have an international cricketer um, for the West Indies looking like Rakeem looks. Look at what just happened in CPL. It's embarrassing. I hear all that. But where do you square and level that with Rakeem being the best wicket-taker in the region. Where is the line between the two? Now, a good friend of mine, whose name I won't call, but when you're listening to this, you'll know I'm talking about you, said to me, Rakeem dominating at the domestic level is more a reflection of the standards to which West Indies have dropped in the last 20 years, because you have a big guy who is probably physically... I'm just trying to be diplomatic, who is physically not in his best shape, dominating the domestic scene year after year after year after year. And I hear the argument. There's a flip side argument to say Rakeem is dominating the domestic scene because he is a talented cricketer. And if we looking past his shape for a second, if it's possible, he must get his flowers for being a talented cricketer. He dominates because he's good. He dominates because he's better than everybody else. 
So rather than we focus on what Rakeem's weight says, what does that say about everybody else who can't do what Rakeem does, even though apparently Rakeem is not a physically fit international cricketer? In 2018, I remember quite a lot being said around the region because Rakeem was on the cusp of a selection for the West Indies. And I remember listening to several radio shows. I remember remember reading a lot of articles in different national newspapers in the region around 2017, 2018, saying, boy, Rakeem Cornwall can't play for the West Indies. He's big. And now the thing is, back then in 2017, 18, Rakeem wasn't even as big as he is now. And people were saying he was big then and he shouldn't be selected. And I think he was even... We have to be careful. There was no official policy barring him from selection, but Rakeem was barred from selection. I'm talking about the Courtney Brown era. There was certainly a fight down against Rakeem back in the 2017-2018 era. Anyways, 2019, Rakeem makes his debut for West Indies in a home series against India. Um, he takes three wickets at 57, 58 even. He then goes to Afghanistan and plays an integral, fundamental key role in us winning that one test match against Afghanistan. Was it one test match? I think it was one test match. Anyways, he takes 10 wickets in that test match um, at 12. Goes to England, plays one test match, nothing really happens there. Then goes to Bangladesh at the start of 2021, takes 14 wickets in the series, top wicket taker, 14 at 27, an integral, fundamental reason why we won the test series. So in Rakeem Cornwall's first five test matches in, in, in international cricket, three out of those five, he was, he was essential to West Indies winning the test series or winning a test match, I should say. So three out of his first five test matches up to 2021, Rakeem Cornwall was essential to West Indies' fortunes in, in test match cricket. So, and I say that to say, again, where are people drawing the line? Because there is no doubt in my mind that Rakeem Cornell is a super talented cricketer. But two things can be right at the same time. Rakeem Cornell can be a super talented cricketer and be better than, what, 98% of all of the bowlers in the region, right, if not 99, but still be in a physical condition that suggests he shouldn't be a certainty for the West Indies. All of you who are watching this, listen to this, get at me in the comments below. Where do you stand on all of this? Okay. So this is what I'm saying. We have to look at the wider context rather than just focus this around a meme or a video clip that's gone around the world about Rakeem Cornell being run out in farcical circumstances, which looks like it's due to his, to, to, due to the weight and size that he carries. Since early 2021, though, Rakeem Cornwall has been in and out of the West Indies cricket team. As I, again, read in between the lines, that there is no, there is no one has ever said this. Um, no one has ever said this officially. But since those first five test matches for Rakeem Cornwall, he went on to play two test matches in Sri Lanka and he wasn't good. Four wickets at 60. Since then, at the end of 2021, we're now coming up to the end of 2023. Rakeem Corners only played a further three test matches. So he has slowly but surely, is it three? Yeah, three test matches. He has slowly but surely been, I guess, moved out of West Indies contention. So much so that when Rakeem was called back for the first test match against India a few months ago, that was a surprise because we hadn't seen Rakeem before that injured test series. We hadn't seen Rakeem in West Indies colours in a just shy of two years. 
So there was certainly an element, again, I don't, there was never anything official said about it, but there was certainly an element or a suggestion that Rakeem Cornwall was being slowly removed from West Indies consideration. When Rakeem, when Rakeem got recalled for this injured series last month, couple, yeah, last month, that came out of the blue. Because up until then, the intimation, to, certainly to the media and possibly the wider West Indian fan base, was that Rakeem's medical conditioning and fitness was keeping him out of selection. No one ever said it officially, but that was the that was the suggestion, that was the inference, that was the intimation. Because if if it was based purely on numbers and numbers alone. Nobody in the region was doing better than Rakeem Cornwall. Maybe of a Sammy Permo, but nobody in the region, generally speaking, was doing better than Rakeem. So the intimation that was given to the West Indies public through shared statistical analysis is Rakeem is no longer included because of his weight, his fitness and his size. In fact, if we go even further, when we went to Australia, Roston Chase was taken as a frontline spinner. And again, what leaked out of um, Cricket West Indies, again, nothing officially was ever really said, but what leaked out was that Rakeem was supposed to go, but they said he couldn't go due to fitness, medical, whatever reasoning. So again, we come full circle to where are we at with Rakeem Cornwall? Where are we at? In, have I got the article? Let me find the date it was written. In January, start of this year, in fact, at the start of this year in 2023, Ferdos, uh, Ferdos Munda, who writes for ESPN Crick Info um, and other, obviously, other outlets in a freelance capacity. Uh, so Ferdos wrote an article looking at um, body structure, fitness testing with a particular focus on players like Azam Khan, Rakeem Cornwall, uh, Sisanda Mangala, etc. Right. Uh, and uh, Lizelle Lee. And. Within the article, there was a few quotes from Rakeem Cornwall. And Rakeem Cornwall stated that he'd had an operation on his knees in, I think he said, the middle of 2020. Um, or, yeah, I think he said 2020. He'd had an operation on his knees in the middle of 2020 due to kind of wear and tear. And he said that as a result, that meant that when he does fitness tests for the West Indies, he has to do them on a bicycle. So where, wherever, whereas everybody else is doing that um, kind of yo-yo run up and down test, what we in the UK call the bleep test, Rakeem Cornwall had to make his fitness marks on a bicycle because of, again, the, uh, a remedial, a medical uh, remedial issue that he's got with his knees, which doesn't allow him to do full sprints that you're supposed to do in a yo-yo test. Now, again, I say this to fans, but please look at it with a strength and conditioning hat on if you're qualified or a medical hat on if you're qualified. Should an international cricketer, should an international cricketer be, if your fitness test is different to the fitness test that everybody else has to take, right? So everyone's running up and down, you're on a bike. As a good friend of mine said to me, there is no, there is no situation in on a cricket field where you'll, where you'll ever have to chase after a ball on a bike. Okay. And I know it sounds humorous, but I get the point the, 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 the friend of mine is making. So everyone else is running up and down and we understand why they're running up and down. Rakeem Cornell's fitness markers are made by what he does on a bike. Is that right? Get at me in the comments below. Okay. Let me take this picture off the screen. I think I can come back on now. Um, so is that right? And again, get at me at the comments below. Let me know what you what you think about that. 
So that was Rakim admitted that in an article earlier this year about the the kind of medical remedial issues that he has, which affects him from a fitness perspective. So we fast forward again now to the incident that has got everybody talking. Here we are now in August 2023 at the start of CPL. Rakeem Cornwall's become a meme. Rakeem Cornwall is one of the best openers in 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 in, in CPL. Okay, I'm not I'm not telling you that. Oh, sorry, I'm not answering you that. I'm telling you that. Why do I say he's one of the best openers in CPL? Go do your research. When it comes to maximizing the amount of balls you have at the crease and going at a healthy strike rate. So we're talking about strike rate here. I'm not saying he's one of the best openers in terms of runs scored. What I'm saying is Rakeem Cornwall is one of the best openers in T20 cricket, Caribbean T20 cricket, in the context of understanding his assignment. And that assignment is don't waste balls, go from ball one. If you go and study Rakeem Cornwall's strike rate, last season in CPL 2022, he was the second best opener in the region in terms of strike rate, in terms of utilising the amount of balls he has at the crease and not wasting them. In 2021, he was the third best opener in the region, West Indian opener in the region in terms of strike rate, in terms of utilising the balls he has and not wasting them. So this is more than Rakeem Cornwall becoming a meme. This is more than people saying, oh, Rakeem Cornwall's not fit. He shouldn't be on a cricket field, cricket field, etc." The reality is, what is Rakeem Cornwall on the cricket field to do? And this is where I come full circle now. When Rakeem Cornwall is selected in T20 cricket, he is there to maximise the power play. There are few cricketers in the region better, very few, Cricketers in the region consistently better than Rakeem Cornwall at maximizing balls in the power play and not wasting time. Right. And I'm not about I'm not what I'm about to say. I'm not blaming Carl Mayers, but understand my rationale. If you are opening with someone like Rakeem Cornwall and you know he is one of the best players in the region in terms of understanding an opening role and the assignment of not wasting balls, why are you running a quick single with him? You don't know already the man's big. So we can count on, what, two hands the number of times we've probably ever in the region seen Rakeem Cornwall run a genuine quick, quick single. Quick, you know. Maybe it's even one hand. At best, I've seen Rakeem Cornwall, like, shuffle a one that probably should have been a two or whatever it might be, right? So if you're opening with Rakeem Cornwall, you don't know from ball one, Rakeem's not here to run quick singles. He's barely here to run twos. Rakeem Cornwall's game is to utilize every ball he gets and not waste them and get off to a flyer. Based on that, running a quick single with Rakeem Cornwall, there is more risk in that than reward. Tell me I'm wrong. Get at me in the comments below and tell me I'm wrong. And if you think I'm wrong, tell me why I'm wrong and come with statistical evidence and clear rationale to tell me why I'm wrong. So if you know that that's Rakeem Cornwall's game, you shouldn't be running a quick single. That's not me blaming Mayers. That could be anybody opening with, with, with Rakeem Cornwall. However, to be balanced, on the flip side, should you be opening with somebody where you have to take that into consideration, whereas what, 99% of other openers in the region, if a quick single's on, a quick single's on. 
So again, it's about weighing up the risks and rewards. You know what Rakeem Cornwall can bring. So do you play to Rakeem Cornwall's strengths because he's better at it than nearly every other West Indian opener in the region? Or do you do what you would do with any other opener in the region because cricket is cricket and runs is runs. One run, two run or four or six. So there's a lot of, there's a myriad of arguments within this whole kind of Rakeem Cornwall paradigm. It's not a simple one argument for me. There's the, there's the first and foremost argument of, is this guy's strength and conditioning so ridiculous that we should now just rule him out of West Indies contention? There's the argument around, was he even to blame for giving up on that single in the, in the, in the match against, um, against St. Lucia Kings? There's the argument to say, based on why the West Indies cricket, Rakeem Cornell is still one of, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not asking no one, I'm telling you this, in the wider element of West Indies cricket, West, Rakeem Cornell is still one of the, what, in the top two, three percent of most effective players in the region. So weight, no weight, big bone, heavy, slow, fat, whatever. He's still in the top two or three percent players in the region, which leads me to this final question, which I do want everybody to answer in the comments below. Should Rakeem Cornwall ever play for West Indies again? I've been Mashal St. Patrick Hewitt, one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. That's been a bit of a what a deep dive, a bit of an analysis on Rakeem Cornwall. As ever, you can find the Caribbean Cricket Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Find us at Carib Cricket. If you want to become a patron of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, it's you, the fans, that keep us going. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash Carib Cricket. Head to our website to kind of find the links to everything, CaribbeanCricketPodcast.com. And as ever, stay tuned, locked into the channel. Content is always coming. Enjoy your day. Network.